Hello, hello, Val Pancakes here. Joining me tonight on the stack, I have the returning Jay Walker. Um, I know that Jay has been very busy since the last time we spoke with you. Um, I think that was over a year ago. Uh, so please welcome back to the Bald Monkeys Network, Mr. Jay Walker. Hey, everybody. I'm excited to be here. This is awesome. I get to sit down with Val for a change. Oh, I will disappoint you greatly, but thank you anyway. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm super glad I actually got to speak with you. Um, I really wasn't like a part of things the last time you were on. Right. That's how I know it was over a year ago. But um, the guys speak so highly of you. And um, I was really excited to actually get to sit down and talk with you. What have you there? A waffle. Because I'm on Team Waffle right here. <laughs> and that's the end of the podcast, everybody. We'll see you next time. <laughs> Just had to get it out there. Had to get it out there. Keep pushing the pancake agenda here. And, uh, yeah. Team Waffle on this side. <laughs> well... You can be team. This interview is not going to go where I thought it was going to go. <laughs> yeah. I was all, I was, the guys talk so highly of you. I'm so excited to speak with you. And then you bust out of nowhere. Oh, you know what? The, the same thing happened with them though, because they're team Oreo, but I, I, I'm not an Oreo guy. I'm definitely all the way team Chips Ahoy. So wow. I'm just starting to heal on all of you guys. Wow. I would, you know, and after this, I was going to tell people to like follow you and stuff, but now I don't even know if I want to <laughs> get away. From I'm sitting him. over here. Like, like, I don't recommend this man. He likes waffles. <laughs> I, just, no, I, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I can, I have better things to do right now than, than top of the, a waffler. Oh, well, I never. I changed the whole mood of the, the thing here. <laughs> I was I was so excited. And then you bring out a waffle. Dead to me. <laughs> I'm going to soldier on because I'm a professional. I'm glad to hear. You should change your name to Val Professional. That way we don't have to hear about pancakes anymore. <laughs> Val. Oh, I am just appalled. Blown away. I, I mean, they always say that Canadians are so nice, but like, what the shit is this? <laughs> Compose myself. So, um, wow, I lost all train of thought. But thank, thank you, regardless, even if you are a waffler. Um, no, like, you can I'm be wrong. I'm excited to talk with you for sure. I'm, I'm definitely excited. <laughs> I don't know that that he'll move right off the bat. Yeah. You know, it's it's so fitting, I guess. You know, this is I think the 30th anniversary of Shawn Michaels being kicked through a barber shop window, or Shawn Michaels <laughs> kicking Marty Janetti through a barber shop window, and I feel like I too have been kicked through a barber shop window with your I... waffle move. I wouldn't parade bragging around that I'm the Marty Jannetty of the group. Well, I'm the Marty Jannetty. You are because yeah. you're the Shawn Michaels because you kicked me through the barber shop window. It's like you're uh, awful. Ralph Wiggum, when he finds out that Lisa doesn't love you, just see yourself like your heart breaking. <laughs> My heart breaking. <laughs> Slow it down. No, right. <laughs> oh, I am Ralph Wiggum. Uh, womp womp. <laughs> <laughs> so um i know that you've been busy with um graphic design stuff and on twitch um i know that wrestling in canada has been iffy at best so uh what have you been up to besides uh bringing out waffles no reason whatsoever <laughs> Yeah, so uh, our first lockdown would have been right around the same time as the the States when you guys had one, but it was February of 2020, and hadn't wrestled for a full year and a half. The last event I was able to wrestle at was the day before Halloween of 2021, so that was a big gap, and we were looking to come. 
you're right. We were looking to come back full force January 1st, then Omicron hit and boom, everything again, just changed on a drop of a dime. So it's been really tough making it a go as a professional wrestler. Luckily, uh, thanks to some awesome people following me along and I've started this whole online platform of Twitter and YouTube channel and I'm starting Twitch and like you said, graphic design and all that, I've been able to stay fairly busy keeping my name alive in people's heads at least and just sort of trying to get any sort of momentum I can get going. Uh, the graphic design has been a big help. Uh, being a wrestler, I love challenging myself creatively. So of course, doing the art, not only for myself, uh, for you know different merchandise or just art or whatever, but doing it for other people, their podcasts as well. Uh, that helps kind of channel uh, some of that creative direction. Uh, not only that, I've got a newborn. Uh, she's eight months, almost nine months now. So like that's a handful, along with the other kid and homeschooling, everything else going on, right? It, it, there's a lot of juggling going on. But I'm enjoying the challenge and really uh, appreciating the extra time I have at home to be diving more into all of those ventures. Nice. Well, I'm glad that you've been keeping busy and hopefully, in theory, someday, eventually, we won't have uh, such issues with the COVIDs and um, we'll be able to actually, like, they'll be able to actually get to, like, wrestle more than once in, in a three years. For sure. Time. Yeah, it's, it's, it's been a little difficult on that end. How have you been keeping up with training or, or haven't you been able to in that amount of time? I, uh, I definitely uh, have been active as far as the, the gym goes. I was able to uh, early purchase, make a, get a weight bench and stuff for the house. Uh, gyms are shut down too and everything and whatnot. So this gave me an option at home uh, as well as during the summer when it's not freezing cold out in Canada and you got to climb the stony mountains like it's Rocky Four or something. You, uh, I can do a lot of running out on the streets and uh, there's some paths along the way that I can. So I, I've kept fairly active. That was a big concern coming back for the October show after being a month and a half off or sorry, a year and a half off was how is the conditioning going to be? And I really, I didn't take it easy. I wanted to push myself to see where I'm at. And I was very impressed. It's like I hadn't skipped a beat. I think it's just I love wrestling so much. It's in me. It has been since I was three years old that it was just like, let's go. I'm not slowing down for anybody. I got to make up for lost time. Then I'm a crown. <laughs> <laughs> Man, don't like that. <laughs> no, no, I do not. <laughs> But you said that your last show was um, Halloween. It's just just this most recent past Halloween, right? Right, right. Um, I know the last time the guys talked with you, you had a title that you had had for quite some time. Do you still have said title? And uh, are you sure do? <laughs> you have it. You you have it on you. Yeah, of course. You come prepared. Yeah. It's... <laughs> The PCW Canadian Championship, it's my fourth reign, which is like a record amongst the whole 20-year history of the company. There's been some pretty uh, top talent that's held on to this title over the years. Uh, so it, it's it's definitely a badge of honor to have it that many times and break the record, but also hold it more days than anyone else. It's, uh, it's really hard to get this thing off of me. I, I've held it for... Uh, I forget how many days exactly, but it's been over five years combined that this title's been on my way. So, yeah, it, it, it's definitely a tough challenge when you step up in the ring with me for it. Man, you're going to die with that on you. <laughs> it feels like it sometimes. You're going to be like Action Mike Jackson, like 73, like defending that bad boy. I would love to be in the ring at 73. Hopefully I can get that far. <laughs> So, um, moving on to just a bunch of random questions that you haven't been asked before. Sure. Um, since you had your, your title there, what has been your greatest achievement in wrestling? And that can be that title, or it can be like a specific really good match you had, or some specific opponent that you had like a good feud with. Whatever in your mind is your greatest achievement in wrestling. There's a few that popped to mind, but I think uh, early on, it was very, very early in my career. Um, I sort of got into the back door uh, of the, the scene. There was no real proper training uh, classes or anything going on. So I just got a 
did work in the back and setting up the ring. And I did about four years of uh, officiating before they finally said, you know what, let's give Jay a chance at managing. And I got really over in there to the point where we kind of got myself booked into a match or two. And then I kind of got the thumbs up, like, okay, like Jay's just going to get in the ring and he's going to learn that way, I guess. And that's just how it worked. And very early on, uh, all of a sudden I got a text message. How's about Jay Walker versus the Honky Tonk Man at like our big anniversary show? I was like, I'm not going to say no to that, right? Like, you'd be stupid <laughs> not to. And there were a lot of doubters, like just a lot of people who didn't want to see me succeed or thought I would fall flat on my face when, uh, when it came time. But not only did we deliver on that match in front of like over 300 and some people coming to check out the event, but... Um, the Honky Tonk Man himself pulled me aside and said, that is the best match. And this man's been in Winnipeg almost every year for well over a decade. He said, that is the best match I've had with a local in Winnipeg ever. So that was really cool. Yeah, and I, that, that was a huge pat on the back and the reassurance of like, okay, maybe I can do this, you know? So that, that's definitely something that stands out. Nice, nice. What has been the greatest obstacle that you've overcome? Uh... I would say uh, probably my anxiety. I was a really, really, really shy kid um, growing up and even uh, getting into wrestling to put myself out there, to dress up in the costumes, to play a character. That's something I'd never done whatsoever in my life. Uh, so to do that and then just like that fear of failure as well, going out there and, and putting on matches and trying to remember everything that you need to remember and take some time with the audience. It, it it came naturally, but it took a little bit of time to really like get out of my own head and go out there and just feel it and, and believe what I'm doing. Uh, I, I'm definitely proud looking back at, at how, uh, how gunshy I was on a lot of stuff, but just to overcome it all and be where I'm at today. Who has had the most influence on you both in and out of wrestling? Oof. Um, in the ring, uh, I have to say Bret Hart. Being a Canadian, uh, you sort of kind of get attached to that as a kid, especially, you know, it's kind of like, hey, you know, this guy made it, maybe I can do it too. Uh, just, uh, he was really great at playing the underdog in, in almost every scenario that he was in. So I, I definitely learned from watching him over time and re-watching some of my favorite matches, just little nuggets I can take here and there for the rest of my career. Uh, as far as outside of the ring, um, a fairly famous entrepreneur he's on youtube and everywhere gary vaynerchuk i don't know if you've heard that name he's uh he really showed me a different way to approach life and kind of just be grateful for everything you have and to bring positivity in every situation that you're in and it's really been a game changer and opened up a ton of opportunities for me uh in wrestling and in life nice if you could go back and wrestle yourself as your first match or wrestle yourself five years from now, which would you pick to do and why? Hmm. Five years ago. Part of me wants to know how good I'm going to be in five years, but um, <laughs> I, I would love to get in the ring with, uh, myself very early on in my career. I've always loved uh, taking like new upstart talent and elevating them and showing what I know and, and explaining my processes of how I approach things. So I would love to take young, naive, dumb Jay Walker <laughs> and really show him, you know, there, there's, there's, some, there's some hope there, but this is how it should be approached as far as entering, yeah. Nice. So if you had an action figure of yourself, but it was one of the, like the action figures that had like words and phrases, what would you want it to say? And what accessories would you want it to come with? Oh, um, definitely got to come with my uh, LED light up mask and maybe a keyboard too. I have lately I've been starting carrying keyboard. almost like Casey Jones from the Ninja Turtles, like as a weapon. Like I can smash people with it. I can steal the keys and like stuff them in people's mouths. There's, there's options there. I can get creative with that. But um, 
a phrase. Um, last year I started die by the code and that really kind of resonated with people. I think that'd be really cool. But my original catchphrase, and I still love using it from time to time is there's nothing you can do, but like it. I like think those two, we can alternate those two. I, I love that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's that's One day awesome. We'll get that action figure. Yeah. Hell yeah. If you could create your own title, what would it be for and how would it be defended? Oh, um, trying to think of a name off the top of my head, some sort of internet championship, but a little bit of a cooler name. I, I really like the, the name of the TNA impact one that they just recently did the digital media championship. And that's how I would have it defended is giving, um, bringing unseen talent onto digital platforms, whether it be IWTV or just even Twitch and just showcasing matches for this championship to give people who maybe don't have um, regular time on, on iPay-per-views where people can be seen and heard to, to showcase what they have. Nice. Nice. Um, other than your gear and your phone and like your wallet and whatever, what do you not leave for a wrestling trip without? Hmm. Um, enough money so I can get a pizza after my match. <laughs> show, yeah, show days, show days you can really starve yourself sometimes. You don't want to, you know, get too much in you because you, you got to go for a while. So I, uh, I make sure always like pack up after the show and they get a good meal on the way home. Nice. So speaking of driving and being on the road and traveling, I know you live in Canada and you have to travel like even further than like normal people do. Yeah. <laughs> like Canadians. Um, and your vast expanses. Um, <laughs> When you're traveling to shows, like, what do you listen to? Like, what is your, either, like, your road music or if you listen to, like, podcasts, like? Definitely a podcast guy. I'll usually load it up um, quite a bit. I love learning from people and kind of hearing their experiences and finding that, um, you know, where we kind of mesh, especially even the TV guys, just hearing kind of the stuff that they battle with or struggle with. It's good to hear that and reassure yourself that you're kind of on the right path. Um, but other than that, I've definitely got a, a playlist of some tunes, uh, stuff, kind of my teenage years, you know, those angsty, like pop punk, uh, Blink 182s. Um, I am a massive and not even in the closet, a massive Aqua fan. And I'm not talking Barbie girl. Like I'm deep into like my, oh my Dr. Jones. It's just really like energetic pump up music. You, it, it can totally change your mood on a bad day. <laughs> <laughs> that's a weird one but uh yeah that's yeah. my favorite <laughs> i mean i had that cd when i was probably like 13 or whatever i had both cds so yeah oh, i even cool. got the aquarius yeah i've been to so, aqua in concert man like it's legit <laughs> yeah where when they were doing, how they were, oh man they've they've been trying to tour often but they were doing like a 90s tour it was them, uh, Prozac. I don't even know if you would know these. <laughs> they were kind of almost like one-hit wonder bands. Aqua was the lead, uh, like main act of the show. And the energy that they created. I don't know if it was the Canadian booze talking or just everyone was that <laughs> excited to see Aqua for the first time in 20 years. But yeah, no, it was amazing. It, this was just a few years ago. And like they, yeah, they had the crowd like that, you know, right in the palm of their hands. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to give anybody too hard of a time about their 90s, like, love of 90s acts. I'm a New Kids on the Block fan. So of course, yeah. I don't really have too much room to say anything. I had the New Kids right. on the Block cartoon episodes on VHS. I don't know if you were that hardcore, but oh, yeah. Like, so Growing up. <laughs> So I didn't like New Kids on the Block growing up. I was like, even as a kid, like I was kind of just an elitist bitch. And I was like, <laughs> if everybody else likes them, then, then I cannot. 
get out of town. I, I definitely remember having that vibe too at a certain age for sure. But yeah, I know. I get where you're coming from. But my best friend made me, so like they did like their reunion tour in like 2008, like their first reunion tour. Yeah. And my best friend is a huge New Kids on the Block fan. And she made me go with her. And I was like pissy about it, kicking and <laughs> screaming the whole way. Love the shit out of that concert. Yeah, right on. <laughs> and like Lady Gaga opened. Oh my God. I would love yeah. to actually see Lady Gaga live. Like I- I've seen videos of her performances. Like I love the songs, obviously, but just to go see the performance, totally different experience. I mean, I mean, her now compared to her in 2008 opening for New Kids on the Block or night sure. day. Yeah. But like um, at the time I was like recently, <laughs> I had recently been unemployed and I listened to a lot of like MTVU while I was like doing stuff at, at home. And so sure. when Lady Gaga started, I was like, no, I know these songs. I didn't know that I knew these songs. But yeah, no, it was, it was really weird. Um, Lady Gaga and Natasha Bedingfield and New Kids on the Block. Wow. Right? Yeah, decent lineup. <laughs> so um other than aqua and podcasts like what podcasts do you listen to just just wrestling podcasts or, or other things as well um i'm super into a true crime podcast shout out true crime obsessed i don't know if anybody listens to that one in the chat it's awesome uh, my wife got me into it she was obsessed with it and i've been hooked <laughs> since we listen to them all the time um other than that that's kind of it. Yeah, it's mostly wrestling podcasts, I would say, whether it's um, whether it's the interviews themselves. I'm, I'm big into um, OSW, the old school review guys as well. I think they're hilarious. Um, th- those are the main ones. So if you want to, I've been listening lately to Crime Junkie, which okay, is a true crime podcast right. that I thoroughly enjoy. If you okay. run out of ideas, I've been enjoying that one. Right on. What's the most surprising song on your playlist besides Aqua? Okay. <laughs> besides Aqua. Man, I'm thinking now. Oof. Surprising. I mean, once you have Aqua, you don't get surprised anymore in my car, right? Um, I really, uh, I've got a Backstreet Boys song, but not a typical Backstreet Boys song. Um, it's called I Just Want You to Know. It came right around that New Kids on the Block uh, resurrection. I, yeah, nice. I put the year down like 2006-ish. Yeah, it has more of a rock vibe to it. So it kind of kind of hooked me in a little bit, but didn't, I didn't fully commit to the, <laughs> to the team. <laughs> now, I do have to say now that now I have Dr. Jones stuck in my head. So I'm going to have to listen to that after this. Go um, listen I, to the whole album and then you're going to hate me. <laughs> you're just going to be obsessed with all of it. Oh, no, I already hate you for that waffle you yeah. pulled out earlier. <laughs> so when you're on the road and you're driving, what is your go-to, like, road snacks? Like, I'm I'm a snack girl, so what are you snacking on? Uh, um, again, I usually wait till after the show, and I just make sure I have, like, the best-smelling, best-tasting pizza in the passenger seat when I'm alone. And it's just me and the pizza the whole way home, hand in hand. <laughs> I'm shoveling that down after the show and just thinking about kind of going over the, the match and everything and how it all went. Just doing a pizza, skipping through the meadows. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> hand in hand. <laughs> do you, and I don't know with where you're located, do you have like um, road buddies or like people that you travel with? So I'm... I work in Winnipeg predominantly, but I actually live in a small town about two hours away. So usually I'm on the road alone. There's the odd time I'll drop somebody off kind of because they're on the way as I'm trying to get out of the city. But overall, usually it's just, like I said, just me and load up that, uh, that library and stuff to listen to. And, and that's kind of it. I, I've done a couple of road trips and uh, I enjoy them. I, hopefully when everything opens up, we'll get to more of them. I've got a pretty solid group of guys that I, um, we just think alike. We love wrestling. We love a lot of the same things. It's easy to just lose track of time having conversations over wrestling. I remember actually, um, we were going to All Out specifically, uh, the first one, 2019, put me down for that tape. And uh, it's 13 hours straight to Chicago. And 
I don't think we stopped talking. <laughs> it's just nice to kind of have that time and not worry about a wrestling match you have to plan that day and just spill it all out, you know? Because I think you're like just basically straight north of where I'm at because I'm in Omaha. Right. And I think you're just further very north. Yeah, very, very north. <laughs> further, further north. Um, what is your like favorite city to wrestle in? Hmm. Or favorite venue or anything like that? Hmm. I'll go as far as favorite crowd, like a favorite promotion to work for is uh, the venue has changed and we're actually making a big change to a bigger higher production venue coming up so that's why i don't want to say the old venue but working for pcw in winnipeg um there's a certain expectation within the audience and it's a smarter audience who has been coming to the shows for quite a while um it, it just it demands you to be better and to really think on your feet in the ring more so than you know all the major shows and kind of relax a little bit and have more fun but this, there's just that higher demand of a higher work rate. And uh, when you have the audience behind you and eating up what you're, what you're putting out there, uh, that's the best feeling in the world. Nice. What is your favorite move to give and what is your favorite move to take? Hmm. Favorite move to give is... Um, I call it the FK, AFK, it, but it's more of a, it's a modified TKO. Instead of landing flat, I give them a stunner coming down. There's a few guys out on the Indies that I've seen have done it, but if you rewind the clock to about 2002, I invented that move in the backyard, <laughs> according to myself. And uh, it's cool that I've been able to carry that. I mean, I walked, came into the business 120 pounds. I couldn't lift up anybody. But now, you know, I'm a little bit bigger. I can actually start picking everybody up and delivering it. That's, that's pretty cool to, to be able to do that. Uh, as far as taking a move, um, I can't think of the name of it, but Ember Moon, uh, her, I don't know if it was her finisher, but she would come off the top rope and do a flip and kind of catch the person in a stunner. I can't think of what she called it, but there was a talent in, in Winnipeg who would do that move. And I loved just, just the timing of it, the reaction it got, like people just exploded out of their seats for that all the time. Nice. Do you have any pre-match rituals? Just uh, stress over the entire performance, <laughs> the entire day. Uh, I, I, I think everybody is, but I'm my own worst critic. And uh, I, I just have to imagine everything start to finish and make sure everything's going to go off without a, without any bumps on the road. So yeah, that's definitely, once it's over, I'm glad, but I'm usually very proud too. At the same time, I'm just one of those people. So what is the wrestling word that you use most outside of wrestling? My wife could probably tell me better than I could because I don't even know what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, probably like something's like getting over, you know? She, she watches a lot of reality TV. And I'm like, uh, okay, yeah, just kind of get over a little bit, on, you know, on the show before. <laughs> I think that one comes to mind for sure that I use often. Usually when I ask that question, I hear the word gimmick a lot. Okay. And um, for me, mine is like, oh, that poppy. Okay, like, yeah. Shooting work. I hear those a lot for sure, yeah. <laughs> do you, with all of your traveling that you have to do for shows, um, there, everyone always has like at least like one really good travel story, either something that was like really funny or like traumatic or just like bizarre right. like what is your like go-to like wtf travels 
we were doing, I think we drove 13 hours straight to closer around Thunder Bay, Ontario. And it was a fundraising show for uh, an Indigenous reserve. I think it was uh, National Indigenous Day as well. And they had all these activities before the show. We set up the ring and then we went and checked out kind of the, the activities. We got invited into a canoe race. Never gone canoeing in my entire life. I don't think all four of us were at all. So we hop in the canoe and we, I think we get about three feet off of shore and the whole thing tips over. <laughs> we're supposed to just do the show, go there and back. And I've got my brother's graduation and I've only got my one set of clothes because I did not expect to go canoe racing. So <laughs> once the race is over, we were I'm hanging out my clothes out the window as we're driving back to the ring to to go start the show and it's just hanging out the window trying to air dry as best as possible we're about to start for about 10 minutes of showtime that's probably one of my most memorable moments for sure so what prompted you to say yes to canoe racing just just sort of the PR of like, hey, here's the wrestlers, you know, <laughs> go make a fool out of themselves before you go check us out kind of thing, just to get the word around. Yeah, no, nice. it's uh, regretted it after for sure. <laughs> I, in, you know, when I asked this question, I certainly never expect a canoe race, but now right. I'm always <laughs> going to be prepared for an emergency canoe race. Emergency canoe race. That's exactly what that was. <laughs> and just make sure that I I need to just, I've never, I've also never been in a canoe. I've never canoed. In and Omaha? Did, I, did, yeah, they're fairly nature. Yeah, they're like, yeah, there's nature. You're there's not nature that either I. It's okay. I'm not really a nature gal. I don't nope. know if you know this about me. No, no, I'm I'm not a nature guy either. I'll stay in. When they said stay home for quarantine, sign me up. I'll do this all day. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Right. I have the internet and IWTV. I don't know that I need a whole lot else. Exactly. Hmm. Canoe races. <laughs> My first sure. and only. <laughs> I feel like you need to have another one to avenge your performance. Uh, I'm too you competitive. Really Somebody's going to drown. <laughs> <laughs> you really need to canoe. I don't know where I'm going with that. Yeah, no. bone, bone up on your canoeing? I'm, I'm just not quite sure. But, um, I know at least that on the off chance I ever meet you and someone challenges us to a canoe race, um, that you at least have experience in, right. in such things. All three feet of the race. <laughs> what is the weirdest request you've gotten from a fan as a wrestler? That, like, you know, you can tell me about. <laughs> yeah. Um... Hmm. I think I've been fairly lucky to avoid the weird. <laughs> <laughs> I think the most, I mean, it, it's kind of normal. I think you guys see a lot more indie events than we do, but there's the odd guy that like wants a chop from a wrestler or something like that. <laughs> they think they're all tough, but then reality hits after the fact and they're just sort of glad they're not doing what we do for a living. Have you ever chopped a fan? Yeah, there, there's a couple that I've asked that I have done for. I you usually, like I'm actually, I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm not, I'm usually the one going out and searching for things for fans to do. Usually on our Halloween shows, we've got some really dedicated fans that really dress up as former wrestlers. Um, for instance, there was the one that jumps out the most, I think, is somebody dressed up as Goldust the one year. So during intermission before my match, I pulled him aside and asked if he was comfortable giving me the shattered dreams, which putting a lot of faith in the fan there, you know, you're kind of sitting on the crotch on the, the middle rope and then he's coming kicking at you. And he's like, I got steel toe boots. I don't know if this is a good idea. I'm like, no, no, I got this. Just swing for the fence, you know, and, and I'll protect myself. And it, <laughs> I, I look for crazy stuff like that. And there was another 
I was having a hardcore match and right beside the ring, there was this stage and we had uh, the wrestler picked me up for a power bomb, but with help from uh, three fans. And we did like the shield power bomb on the stage. So like the, for the fans to do that, I just made their whole night. You know, you don't get that sort of interactive uh, experience usually at indie shows. Yeah. Man, you trust your fans to not like fuck you up. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, it's usually calculated, but it makes for a really interesting experience for sure. Right. Yeah. I, I bet, like, I bet the fans in your area, like, you're right. I bet, like, those fans are like, I remember that time when, and they'll be talking about that forever. Right. Exactly. 80 in the nursing home with their buddies. <laughs> I to, I remember when I was gold dust? <laughs> Like, like, sure, Dad. Sure, you sure are. So, do you have any hidden talents? I can't sing. I can't dance. Um, I can barely walk some days. <laughs> Straight, anyways. Um. I think the graphic design is something that really surprised people. Um, it's a really good uh, thing to have in your back pocket as a pro wrestler trying to make it uh, financially wise to be able to produce a lot of your own stuff. I'm sure a lot of talent would love to have that uh, in their back pocket. Um, that, that's the one thing that really springs to mind. I'm... I don't want to put myself over. There's the saying right there. Um, <laughs> too much. But uh, I'm just a really patient person. And um, I, I think I've discovered that through fatherhood with my girls. It's just that I nothing can phase me. I have all the time in the world and all the patience in the world for kind of any situation. That's really helped in the workforce, too, when I'm out there. You know, I see so many people get hyped up and worried and they're stressing about certain things. The only thing I stress about are my pro wrestling matches. Other than that, I can really just like handle anything and I'll sit and I'll listen or I'll, I'll you know, empathize with the situation. That's really come, uh, it's really helped me out in a lot of situations. Yeah, can't relate. I have no patience, none whatsoever. No. I'm like, let's go, let's get done. Um. If you could go back in time and talk to yourselves as a child, what would you, what advice would you give yourself in wrestling or in life, whatever? Don't take. Don't, don't take racing. Yeah. Right. Don't take other people's advice when it comes to how you want to live, how you should live your life. Um, I think one of the biggest mistakes I made was uh, going to university. I It was just the mindset at the time of just like, you got to get your grade 12, then you got to go get a degree doing something. It's like, and coming out of high school, I had no idea what I wanted to do other than wrestle. And I think uh, my time and my money and my resources would have been much better spent focusing on, you know, driving to Calgary and training with Lance Storm or, or finding some other reputable school and, and really applying myself there. I, I feel like maybe I would have gone a lot more ahead earlier in life of where I, where I am now. Um, that being said, time has really allowed me to mature at the proper pace. And now I'm ready. All this social media kind of taking over wrestling. But uh, yeah, definitely you in your head know where you want to go in life. So it's best to just follow the path and find people who have either uh, chased that path themselves or have some advice that can point you in that direction rather than taking someone else's advice and make you take a left turn from your own dreams and ambitions. Nice. Yeah. I too wasted way too much time and money on college that I didn't finish and have nothing to show for myself Same. and had no desire. I knew right away. I knew after my first semester, I was like, oh, this isn't going to go well. <laughs> to the surprise of nobody, it did not. Yeah, exactly. Yep. So um, I have a question. It's a shout out to Twitter Spaces. I um, really enjoy Twitter Spaces. I don't know if you've um, Twitter Space. 
um it's like a big voice chat thing where you talk to other people yeah it's pretty cool i've met some really good friends with twitter spaces and this is twitter spaces is where this question kind of originated okay so what is the biggest animal that you could take in a fight with just your hands no weapons and you can pretend it's attacking you you don't have to attack a defenseless animal for no reason i don't know if word's gotten down to omaha yet about these canadian geese but they're the most oh. <laughs> they're oh. the most rabid animals i think i've ever seen and they don't travel alone there's like 40 of them just in the middle of the street they don't care what time it is I, I think I would I would stand a pretty good chance. You know, I've been in a couple of rumbles oh. with a few guys in the ring. I, I think I can handle some Canadian geese. <laughs> oh. They we had Canadian geese where I work. Okay. And there was one like mother Canadian goose yeah. that like nested in our parking lot. And they just like cornered off the whole parking lot. They sent out like company wide emails like don't park there. <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. Just let let the goose do her thing. They're very aggressive and territorial. Absolutely. It's, it's right? scary. Yeah. All right. Shut down the whole part of the parking lot because there was a goose that nested. Yeah. They, they got the building too. Like, you guys just, just do what you need. Like, <laughs> we'll come back next year. We'll come back. It's fine. Take take all the time you need. It's your space now. It's your yeah. space now. Yeah. <laughs> so, no, I totally get you with the Canadian geese. Um, ugh. Yeah. <laughs> So I know that you, I know you had, you're doing a bunch of stuff on Twitch now, or you're starting to do stuff on Twitch. Right. Yeah. Just starting. There is, I don't know if you're playing video games, but there is a game called Untitled Goose Game. Really? I, my, I don't know. I, maybe I'm getting this cross with Goat Simulator or something. What, what's the, what's the goose game? Um, you're a goose and you cause mayhem. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> In like Sounds a like it was made by a Canadian. <laughs> but um, I've watched like a couple different people play it, and it looks super fun to play. I never I, play that. I don't. I don't game, so I, I I gotta go down the wormhole and check that out later for sure. But your goose, you cause mayhem. It's pretty great. Right <laughs> um. So these next couple questions um, we have, and then we'll go to questions from chat and lightning rounds, then we'll wrap up. Okay. But um, these these last two questions, I mean, I just don't know how you, you're going to answer. I know how you're going to answer them, and it's going to be wrong. Okay. <laughs> but first off, how do you take your pancakes? I have eaten pancakes <laughs> i i will always go waffle over pancakes but if i were to order pancakes because there was no waffle option uh i would i'm i'm just a plain uh i don't need any fruit on there i don't need any whipped cream i'm just butter and it's got to be a good maple syrup i i am very particular and when my wife gets it wrong, I make her go back <laughs> and get the right one because you do not mess with a good syrup. <laughs> are you the, are you like a syrup snob then? Not a snob. It's just I, I don't think need that you are. I don't need butter flavored. I don't need blueberry flavored. I don't need to try this off brand. These people got it right, <laughs> and everybody else needs to take notes. <laughs> <laughs> so do you get like real like canadian maple no, syrup no 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 oh um, canadians are super weird too they do maple syrup on a stick <laughs> like no what? That, it, yeah they uh yeah there's this whole process it's we're weird man like we've got nothing but like time cotton candy in our hands. but maple syrup yeah just on a stick and it freezes and you kind of just suck on it and it's why i don't i don't get it i don't get a lot of canadian culture i'm so from like canada it's like a it's like a maple syrup popsicle kind of but a whole lot like it's just a little bit of syrup like it's not like you're getting this ball of syrup that you're just gonna spend your whole day as a jawbreaker it's just, it's just a little taste so it's like i'm, I'm trying to wrap out my mind around this <laughs> so it's like i have a popsicle stick popsicle yeah. stick and i go bloop into some maple syrup and i go so it's yep. dribbling all over the place and, like, and it's so cold, that. it just like instantly freezes <laughs> outside and yeah. Huh. Well, I'll be gosh darned. Yeah. 
some Canadian thing. I, I don't get Canadians. <laughs> hmm. Have you ever seen a moose? I think just like once they're not very present around my area deer deer aplenty everywhere even walking through my town even in winnipeg you'll see deer on the street sometimes like it's pretty nature heavy and there's some really quiet areas but a moose i think just one time with a moose i want to see a moose someday you want to scare you a little bit if you're scared of the canadian goose you try the moose it's like the upgrade <laughs> It's goose and moose. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to mess with it. I just kind of want yeah, to observe it no. from a safe distance. Stick to Rocky and Bullwinkle. <laughs> <laughs> so um, last time we spoke with you, you said that you like um, Rainbow Chips Ahoy and that you just don't mess with Oreos in any way, shape, or form. So I just wanted to, to double back with you to see if between then and now, there's been multiple flavors of Oreo that have come out, right? To see if you've maybe messed with an Oreo. You see how much this hurt the guys that they had to make a note of it and come back to it? <laughs> um, we've had Oreos in the house because my wife and my eight-year-old daughter are a fan. We've had um, double stuffed. We've had the white chocolate covered. We've had regular Oreos, and they even launched the Pokemon Oreos. And I am a massive Pokemon fan, but I have not touched an Oreo in about 12, 13 years. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> it's just do you, not happening. Do you do it out of spite? Like, I don't know. No, I, I just see an Oreo, and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I got options, man. I got yeah. maple syrup on a stick, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> so you said you're a big Pokemon guy. What's your favorite Pokemon? Raichu, 100%. Has been since I was a kid. I had the little, it was uh, to collect the cards, but it was a giant Pokeball. You'd open it up and it would hold all your cards and there was a little toy Raichu on a little spring and you could just like flick them and you just jump around. Aww. And that got me hooked, yeah. Nice. Okay. Just curious. Since we were talking about it. Yeah, for sure. I'm a Snorlax gal. I'm a lot like a Snorlax and I identify with that. I'm just big and sleepy and hungry all the time. Hey, me too. Like Snorlax <laughs> is is kind of the summation of our generation, I think. So, do you have any upcoming shows? I I would assume maybe not. The January first <laughs> one is postponed. Um, we're thinking like a late March, early April, hopefully the way things kind of seasonally go. But uh, no no date cemented yet. Uh, but we're looking forward to it, whatever it does happen starting to talk we're getting pretty desperate here of maybe like a cinematic match somewhere down the line with someone but uh again just nothing nothing in stone yet hmm. with someone you can tell me about uh, or someone you cannot tell me about i don't want to spill the beans just in case it doesn't happen i don't want to get people excited. Fair enough, fair enough. yeah yeah i'm just trying to get someone, the scoops <laughs> someone people would know maybe uh through the Twitterverse. Hmm. <laughs> it is at this time I defer to my fearless leader, Christopher, for any questions from the chat. I am not the leader, I am just the driver. Everybody can stay calm in the back seat. We're going to take questions from chat for a little bit. Uh, we have a few questions, not a ton. Uh, we're going to hit Vic first, our VIP in the chat. He wants to know what is the go-to pizza topping for Joe Walker? Ooh, when hmm. when it's simple and I'm with the family, it's uh, it's called a Canadian pizza. But it's just my pizza. But those those two that I've mentioned are uh, are some of the go tos for me. So how do you feel about pineapple on your oh pizza? Hundred percent. But the popular choice is to do ham and pineapple. We call it Hawaiian up here. I don't know if it's traveled yeah. that far yet. Yeah. Okay. Um, replace it with pepperoni. The spicier meat with the pineapple just goes so much better than just your basic ham. I'm telling you, man, pizza, radio pizza king. I, I know my stuff. Mm. 
I'll have to. You I mean you can have that? Like yeah. mail you. I, I, I'm going to have to mail you uh, uh, Chips Ahoy and maple syrup on a steak pizza, I think, to get the full Canadian experience going here. I'm just going to oh. mail you a gigantic pancake. <laughs> You'll just see me. I'll be like a, a, a Medusa just dropping it in the trash right on video. <laughs> I would lovingly make and mail you a pancake and you would trash it? <laughs> By the time it gets here, you're just, you're really gonna just destroy your whole brand of pancake by the time it got here in the mail. <laughs> wow. Christopher, do you have any other questions for this I, man so we can uh, move yeah, this gonna, along? We're, 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 we're gonna try to get this, yeah. I'm gonna separate you two real quick. Hold on. So, uh, <laughs> so we're gonna stay on pizza because I have pizza questions because as a full-fledged Italian, I do love my pizza. So there, Jay, there's many different types of pizza, right? There's the regular Neapolitan pizza. There's the Sicilian pizza. They have St. Louis style. There's there's so many, the Chicago style. Is there a preference right. you have for all the different types of pizzas and, and regions that make pizza? Okay. I luckily got the chance to check out some really good um, Chicago style pizza at uh, Luminati's, or Luminati's, I believe is the name. That was a really cool, different experience. Um the one I really want to go check out is a good New York style. Um, I've heard that, that that's some really must-have pizza. Overall, though, I think growing up in the 90s and whatnot, Pizza Hut just really hooked us with their Pizza Head commercials and tying into the cartoons and whatnot. So I really like a good, solid, classic deep dish. I know people don't like the greasiness and some people hate the crust, but that's just, it's nostalgic for me. Uh, every New Year's uh the, the family tradition is we're buying Pizza Hut. Let's do this. And then we just go all out in our all you can eat buffet. Awesome. Oh, you, they used to have the buffets up there? Sometimes they do. Yeah. Canada's really behind the times. Maybe not right now because of COVID, but yeah, there's places still advertising buffets. We have Pizza Inn down here, which is a buffet pizza place. And it's nice. just as ridiculously terrible as Pizza Hut buffet. But I'll still go and See, I'll still eat it. You guys are just coming at me now because of the pancake thing and the Oreo thing. You guys are trying to get under yes. my skin, but I'm not yes, going to This is accurate. Our pizza buffet place is called Pizza Ranch. Pizza Ranch. Hmm. I, just, I just imagine people right. riding pieces of pizza. <laughs> Terrible. That commercial. is entirely accurate, by the way. Yeah. All right, so uh, our super fan uh, of Jay Walker, Kim, is in the chat hanging out. Uh, we yeah, love Kim. Kim. Great supporter. Shout out to Kim. She wants to know, what do you eat with your pizza? So we can't just have pizza by itself. What else are you eating? What, what, kind, of, what kind of meal or five courses or four courses or maybe sides you're having with your pizza? I mean, the answer is more pizza, but... <laughs> 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 um, there's the odd time the odd time uh family's a big fan of like cheese sticks or some cheese bread so sometimes pizza takes a while sometimes you can't mess with uh, perfection it takes time so we'll usually get some cheese sticks to start actually before the meal awesome and one more question from the chat you guys were talking about the uh the fan that dressed up as gold dust which jay i give you credit for giving that much i have steel toes Oh, yeah, just swing for the fences. I would never, ever <laughs> utter those words after someone told me they had still vote. But Vic wanted to know which wrestler would you dress up as for a costume party? Oh, um, I mean, growing up, there was a few Halloweens. I did uh, I did a Jeff Hardy. I've done uh, Mankind with the full old school mask and everything. What would I do now, though? That's a good question. Um... If I was still a kid, I think Darby Allen or Orange Cassidy is something that jumps to mind. Modern. If I was an adult, though, probably like an Undertaker. Shout out Chuckles. I know you like your Undertaker. Um, Undertaker or Ultimate Warrior sounds like a fun challenge to dress up as. People do Hogan and Savage. Not enough people doing Ultimate Warriors, I feel, in uh, on Halloween parties. Would you just run around shaking stuff? Like, right, it, was the, yeah. like it was the ring rope? <laughs> pick up the candy bowl. <laughs> Unsized Snickers everywhere. 
Yeah, right? This is not fun anymore. <laughs> All right, so that's questions from chat. Uh, Thank you everybody for asking questions. Jay, thanks for answering those questions. But now, Jay, something you have never gone through before because it was not in existence before uh, we got into the whole you know, trend of trying to be production and do this cool stuff. Do you, right do you have what it takes and are you ready to go through the lightning round? Let's do it. All right, so 10 questions. Why not think too hard about them? We're going to ask them three rapid fire here. I had to change one because Val already asked one of the questions, but that's okay. Ooh. It's okay. We're going to figure it out. We're going to get through this. There was it. All right. Was lightning, it round promo. lightning round promo was over. No, it was about pizza, which is no surprise because half this interview has been about pizza. <laughs> All right. Lightning round. Question one. Favorite thing about living in Canada? Well, game over right now, man. There's nothing right now like full. It's the middle of winter. Uh, I like the freedom. It's not too busy. It's nice and quiet. All right. Question two. If you didn't live in Canada, where would you want to live? Somewhere very south and very warm and as close to Disney World as possible. Nice. All right. So we're going to have to switch this one up because Val already asked about pineapple on pizza. So I'm going to switch it up with another pizza question. Stuffed okay. crust pizza, yes or no? Not for me, no. Oh. Most hated food? Ooh, um, most hated. Cold cut sandwiches. <laughs> Jay, <laughs> Too what? many of those with kids in that. With kids in the house, man, you get sick of bologna. <laughs> hey, come on, sandwiches, man. Number five. Mustard saves it. Mustard saves it, but there's so many more options out there I can make you. (laughs) Number five. Favorite magical or mythological creature? A dragon. Six. What technology innovation made the most impact on your life? Um, Messaging. I could just connect with so many different people around the world that think like me rather than like they do around here as far as Canadians go. <laughs> sort of one track minded. But uh, no, it's definitely awesome to hook up with uh, wrestling fans specifically around the world. Number seven, commercial jingle that gets stuck in your head all the time. There's too many now that you said that. I'm not going to be able to sleep tonight. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Uh... <laughs> Literally, there's like 50 right now, and I'm, I'm drawing a plank now. I'm pinning one down. Um, there's a Canadian brand up here of pizza, Pizza Hotline, and the, the phone number, and it's the jingle. It's 222222. <laughs> that's in my head right now. <laughs> it's just all twos? Yeah, that's all twos. So, like, a perfect jingle. It's easy to remember. Even if you're having a stroke or something, you can just hit that too and you're going to get a pizza no matter what. See, that's usually like the ambulance chasing lawyers down here. They're usually like 444-4044. Pizza, man, it's a priority around here, apparently. Oh, <laughs> okay. They probably uh, need ambulance chasing lawyers because they have free health care. This is That true. too, yes. But no hospitals, apparently. That's why we're all locked down for the past two years. <laughs> all right, question eight. What co-worker characteristics do you find most irritating? Um, overly social. <laughs> Number nine, what movie can you rewatch over and over again? Oh, there's so many. Why did you do this to me? <laughs> uh, the first Jurassic Park, I'll say. All right, and question 10. Favorite movie watching food at the theater? Uh, classic popcorn. If pizza's an option and I got the right people with me, uh, I can do a pizza in a movie theater. 
Well, that was the lightning I'm round. Not you mad I'm not joking. Like, I know you're not. Like, so. <laughs> I, I really say. thought you were going to go heel on me and say that you hate popcorn. I'm not going to lie. You've been oh. healing this whole interview. Now you got to change your name to Val Popcorn and try to get popcorn. <laughs> I do. I, I can smash some movie theater like butter oh, yeah. popcorn. You know what? We actually just went to Spider-Man No Way Home. And we double layer, a double buttered, layered popcorn. And before the movie started, and it's a two and a half hour movie, most of the popcorn was already gone. It goes fast when it's good. No, I want popcorn. Rude. <laughs> Same. Well, you have survived the lightning round. Thank you. And uh, Val, back to you. Well, this is uh, this has been real eye opening. I uh, I used to be a fan, and now not so much. That wall like representation of your heart, just like <laughs> just like that. You rip me, rip me right in half. <laughs> but no, like in all seriousness, we've been so much fun. Um, with the banter, I just playing off has been great. Like no hard feelings, probably, but. Um, <laughs> But thank you for joining me tonight. Um, where can people find you? Uh, either, you know, Twitter, Instagram, Twitch, Facebook, YouTube, OnlyFans, TikTok, whatever you have. Now's the time. For sure. Pretty much everything. Uh, like you said, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Twitch. Very easy to find me. It's all the same handle. I am Jay Walker. That's I-A-M-J Walker. Very social on all of the platforms. So feel free. Don't be shy. Hit me up. And I'll probably be just a little bit nicer than I was to Val here today. <laughs> but it was a pleasure. Mm. It was a pleasure chatting with you in this format. It was, it was really awesome to get to do this. Well, like I said, once again, thank you for joining us. Like I said, I know that you were on before, but it's always good catching up with people and seeing, you know, where they're at now and what's going on and, you know, kind of keep promoting people that are good people. And even though you brought out a wassail <laughs> right away, I think that you're a, a good person, a great wrestler, um, and only, you know, bigger and better things for you in the future. So thank you for joining me tonight, Mr. Jay Walker. Um, and thank you, chat, for joining us. Um, stand by. We might have something next week. I don't know yet. So um, stay tuned to all the socials. We will let you know what we have coming up. Once again, thank you so much, Jay. Yeah, thank you. We'll, we'll chat again, I'm sure, one time. Well, I over, don't know. over some waffles, maybe. <laughs> maybe I'll change my name to Jay Waffles. <laughs> then we'll really start getting something going. <laughs> um, we can agree on pizza. There we go. There we go. Pizza and popcorn. <laughs> All right. Thanks so much for having thank me. Thank you. Right, take care. <laughs> <laughs>